I just gotta say, y'all ain't ready for this tea. Good morning, Windsor. Grab your cup, boys and girls. It's time to spill some tea. We're back at it again with our third episode with your boy, Leslie. And your girl, Eve. Thank you for tuning in on Savage Tea Talks. It's been a long, long while. It's 2020. Isn't that right, Eve? It sure is. And boy, do we have an episode for you. Not only are we going to answer your questions, but we are also going to give you some tips and advice for the year that is 2020. Tell them what the topics are, Eve. Today we have spam messages, trash, and cleaning up after yourself. And it's okay, we can still be friends. Mm -mm -mm. Doesn't that sound like a good cup of joe? It sure does. Catch you on the flip side. And for our first topic today, spam messages. Now, what do we mean by spam messages? We're not saying, you know, you know how some people message multiple times in a row? Yeah. That's not spam messaging. What we mean is when you're being ghosted or you think you're being ghosted, and keep sending messages like, hey, hi, yo. Yeah, the differentiation here is that we're not talking about, like, you know, scammers sending you a message or people that you like sending you a bunch of messages. It's like those people that you're trying to not talk to that are sending, like, a thousand messages. Like, boy, if you don't want to be talked to, then stop trying. <laughs> well, don't stop trying, like... No, you know what? Try with the right people. Stop trying on people that don't want to talk to you. Exactly. Now, I I don't know. What like what are your stances on it? Like, what should that person do? Like, if you were the person, if I was the person set, sending the spam, yeah. Like, what would your thinking be? It depends on how I felt the relationship was in the first place. Like, mm-hmm. if I thought we had a great relationship, and then someone was like, "Stop talking." just started ignoring me all the time, then I'd probably be confused. But I wouldn't give it, like, like the the second day of me sending messages and not getting a response, then I'd be like, well, they're they're done with that. Mm -hmm. But, like, I would still be confused, maybe a little sad. But if the relationship, if I barely knew the person, then I would never spam them. Like, leave them alone. They might not even like you at all. (laughs) Oof. (laughs) But it's true. (laughs) Okay. Well, um... If it were me, I was, you know, I was being ghosted or not even ghosted because it doesn't even have to be that serious, I feel like. Really, I feel like it's about communication and miscommunication. And if, you know, let's say I messaged you like, you know, throughout the day and that's our normal thing. And then all of a sudden it stopped. My first assumption is not, oh, Eve's ignoring me. My first assumption is Eve's busy with school. My first assumption is someone got hurt. (laughs) But that's because I worry about a lot of things. Uh, uh, 
Okay. They could also be busy with school, but I feel like if they were busy with school, they'd say, I won't be talking to you later because I'll be busy. Yeah, but sometimes Depends people are so... Depends on how your relationship is. Yeah, but like, see, if I... I wouldn't do that, though. I sometimes I wouldn't do that. It, but like, I know you wouldn't do that, and I know that's our relationship, so I wouldn't expect it from you. Yeah. So but if really. it was someone who usually does do that and then they didn't, it's like if it's out of place behavior, like if it's usually they do one thing and they did something different, then I'd be like confused, right? Mm-hmm. But like if they always do it one way, then like, I don't know. Yeah. Also, communication is key, always. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can have a relationship if you don't have good communication, so. Mm-hmm. If someone doesn't want to talk to you, you should read into that, like, um, body language and, like, the way they're responding and stuff and see that they don't want to talk to you. Right. But let's take it further and say, you know, that this person's in an awkward situation and they don't feel like or they don't feel comfortable telling this person, like, hey, stop it. Like, stop messaging me because you're making me uncomfortable. That's the whole reason I stopped messaging you. Well, I mean, if I'm salty enough, I might just block you. Mm -hmm. Just saying. But if, I mean, or mute you. So I still get your messages, but I don't have to have a notification for it. Right. But really, like, at some point, I would probably come around to being like, hey, like, we don't have a good relationship. So, like, I don't want you to, like, I don't know. I don't know. You have to find the right way to word it. I've done that to people before. It's not that fun. But event, like, I think people need to understand that where your relationship is at so that they know what, what is kind of like socially acceptable in the situation. Mm-hmm. So in conclusion, we'd say um, communication is key. And for the spammers, stop spamming. Um, figure out what the actual situation is before you send a thousand messages. And for the receivers of spam um there could be a, a, a way to maybe have a conversation that ends your spamming mm-hmm. but be careful how you do it because you don't want to you don't want to find a bad way to ruin a relationship you know what i mean because you could do it the easy way and you could do it like the messy way yeah and i think if you have a good relationship then you're able to talk about the things that are bothering you mm-hmm. So you're eating and you're at a table with friends, finished eating, there's wrappers on the floor, there's, you know, cups on the table, and some people walk up and leave. No, my friends. (laughs) This is called picking up after yourself, a skill I thought was uh, universal but apparently it's not. Eve, what are your thoughts about this? I think it comes down to respect. <clears throat> if you think you're so privileged that you deserve to have someone clean up your trash for you, then you thought wrong. Like these people, these janitors and the people that clean up aren't there to clean up the things that you can clean up yourself. Like if you're going to vomit on the floor, then sure, you can get help cleaning that up. But the trash that you make on a day-to-day basis, you can put that in the trash yourself, boo-boo. <laughs> you can put that in the trash yourself, boo-boo. 
Eve 2K20. Like, don't be trash, you know? Like, yeah, don't be trash. Don't, Throw it in the trash. Yeah, it's so simple, too. Like, how much time does it take you to do? Like, don't be privileged. Like, if you expect everyone else in your life to do everything for you, then you're not going to make it very far. I'm sorry. Yeah. And what I hate, because I do hear people say this, too. They always say, oh, well, we have the custodians for it. And I'm like, no, no, that's not their job, like you said. But they just come from, you know, a place where they're like, oh, someone else is going to do it for me. It's just way too, like, you just, you can't have that stance in life that everyone else owes you stuff. Like, no one owes you anything, really. Like, you work for the things you want in life. And if you're going to be, like, what if one day you're the custodian? Then how would you feel? Like, you got to put yourself in someone else's shoes and be like, I wouldn't want to have to clean up people's stuff when they are too ignorant to throw it out themselves. Like, if you can't take two seconds out of your day to throw out your trash, then I don't want to be your friend. Exactly. So, um, there's nothing much to say about this one. So, just clean up after yourselves. It's not that hard. It's not that difficult. I mean, my family for sure instilled that into me that you need to clean up after yourself for sure and this can even be in different like playing fields like even at your own house like even like in university when you have roommates um take out the trash every once in a while so you don't leave it on one person to do it like you made trash you throw it out like if if you're gonna live somewhere you're gonna participate in some event or go to school or whatever wherever you're making trash you take care of it that's on you your responsibility not anybody else's yeah yeah so when you're done with your teacup what do we do ladies and gentlemen clean up after ourselves see you in the next one (laughs) well it is our final topic of today it is, it's okay. We can still be friends. Now, I know there's a lot of different stances when it comes to this one. And apparently, we're relationship experts now because we've been having, you know, or getting a lot of relationship questions. So this one, uh, you know, person meets person and they confess their feelings. and They're like, they end up getting rejected. But they receive this key phrase, it's okay, we can still be friends. Is that bad? Good? What What are we thinking? I think no one can really tell how a relationship will be unless you're in the situation. Like, until you get to that moment, you have to decide whether you actually want to continue out of friendship or not. Like, because each party is going to feel differently about that. The person who got rejected might not want to be your friend after that, or maybe they will, but later on in time, like, you got to understand that everyone's going to have different feelings and different situations. And so there isn't really like a right or wrong answer to that. If you want to be friends and you can make it work, then like good for you. And if you can't, then like that's, I mean, everything happens for a reason. Like maybe it wasn't meant to be. And maybe they like, you know, you find that friendship again later or you find a different friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. um, And, you know, if it's like, a breakup like you were together and then you're breaking up and then it's like we can still be friends like maybe you're not ready for that um but I also think that there's value in like you know maybe checking in or like you don't necessarily have to ghost someone or like completely cut them off after a relationship 
But I don't think that your friendship will be the typical kind of friendship you would have with other people. Like, it just won't be the same because you were together and now you're not. Like, things are going to be different, but it doesn't mean that you can't be civil. Like, there's a difference between being friendly to someone and being friends with someone. Like, having a friendship involves effort. If you're going to just be friendly, like, that's pretty simple to do and probably should be expected in most situations. Unless there's a reason for you to not talk to them at all, then you should still be friendly to them. Right. And I feel like on the receiving end of it, it seems like an end of the world kind of thing. But it's personally for me, it wouldn't be like if I had confessed my my feelings and said, hey, I like you. And then they said, let's be friends, though. I'd be like, OK, yeah, sure. Like at first it might be awkward because, you you know, you did develop some feelings. But the fact that you didn't ruin a potential friendship or not a potential friendship, but an existing friendship that you didn't ruin it and you could still be friends. I think that's still an amazing thing. Like, doesn't mean you have to throw everything you had exactly. out the window. Like, it doesn't mean that today is the last day of your friendship. Like, and I think that's something we commonly like experience is this fear of rejection. Like, the worst thing that can happen in most situations is you get a no, you get a rejection. If you're like applying for a job, the worst that can happen, you they say you don't get the job. Like, if you're trying to go for something and you want to pursue that in your life, then you go for it and you deal with the situation that comes with it after. Like, whatever you feel in the moment after, if you want to be their friend or you don't, that's up to you. But, like, it doesn't necessarily mean that the minute they say no, your your relationship is just, like, down the drain. Yeah, I agree. So, I mean, what else can you do? I mean, you can't change their decision to reject you in the first place and you can't change taking the risk that you took Mm -hmm. so like take risks don't take risks in scary ways like don't drink and drive or anything stupid but like take risks on things that you want to pursue in life Mm -hmm. and deal with whatever comes of it after because you might get an acceptance and if you get a rejection it doesn't mean that like you might realize later that it wasn't meant to be anyway Mm -hmm. that you were meant to be friends and um Please, I think I need to say this, is that some people do find this as an opportunity to be like, oh, they want to be friends now, but I still have a chance. Mm. You know, they give themselves that Mm. false hope. And then they might. (laughs) Yeah. And then they might, you know, do other things and still pursuing that same person Mm. they they got rejected by. And then that's when the friendship kind of falls apart because they're getting a little bit clingy. No one wants to be chased after by someone they're not interested in. And at the end of the day, if they end up feeling that they like you too, they'll come to you and tell you that. You don't Mm -hmm. need to be chasing it the whole time. They're not, you're more likely to lose a friend doing that when they told you respectfully that they didn't want that relationship. And besides, like, why why would you want to have a relationship with someone who doesn't want to have a relationship with you? Like, if they tell you no, then... It's not even going to be what you picture it'll be in your, like, dreams or whatever. Like, it won't be what you want it to be because they're not interested, so. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's about it for this one. See you for the final sip. And now, for the final sip. Mm-mm, good. Now it is 2020 tips 
with the brewmasters Leslie and Eve. Number one, remove the loose leaves. So you know those toxic people in your life. You don't need them. Yeah, fun fact, you don't need them. <laughs> An even funner fact is they don't need to suck your resources from you either. Exactly. If you're making my tea taste sour, you're out of the equation, sweetie. Okay. And the thing is, people often stay in a relationship or in a position because you feel bad for cutting them loose. Like, no. Like, they can find other friendships. They can find people that work for them. Mm -hmm. You don't need to have that weigh you down. (laughs) And it's about your life. It's about your cup of tea. It's not about anyone else's cup of tea. It's about you. It's about you. We ain't saying you be really rude to the person to cut them off or whatever. But, like, when the relationship comes to its end, it's it's over. Like, just mm-hmm. you've got to move on with your life. Put your blinders on and keep on moving up. Step number two. Steep that tea. So that means having that moment to just stop and relax. Mm-hmm. It's really about being in the present. It's like that saying where they, if you're in the, if you think too much about the future, you'll always be worried. And if you think too much about the past, you'll always be upset. And so to think in the present moment, to just take a moment to just be in your, in the experiences that you're having and see the good that's in them. And um, in the present moment is where you'll find your like potential to do more in the future. Mm -hmm. Number three, choose your own flavor. If you're about that oolong life, drink that oolong. If you want to get that Earl Grey, get that Earl Grey. Whatever suits you, you do you, boo. There is no right way to do life. Just do what you feel is best for you. Exactly. Number five, enjoy the tea. So when you're going through life, I know it, it sucks. It gets hard. You want to cry all the time. But... Maybe not everyone, but... (laughs) You know what, Eve? But... But we need to be able to enjoy that sip of life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Metaphors. Just this one life to live and, you know, enjoy every last bit of it. Mm -hmm. So, like, when the kettle of life begins to boil, please find some way to release some steam. Eh? 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 So that way you don't blow your top. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> We're definitely not dropping out of uni because we have no career as comedians. <laughs> but it is important to take breaks when you need them and find something that you still enjoy. It might seem hard to um, still enjoy the things that you once enjoyed, but... There is a part of you that still remembers the joy of doing the things that you love to do. So find, make time to do those things mm-hmm. still. Oh, making time. Making time to do the time things you love. Time is only but a concept. Yeah. So if you love it, you can have as much it. as it as you want. Yeah. But do, do it safely, obviously. And um, just be conscious that you're not. Because we do go from extremes, from yeah, not relaxing. Yeah, everything in moderation. We go from like extreme periods of relaxation, aka procrastination, to extreme periods of work 24, like 9. It's about that happy medium. Mm-hmm. Take the time to sip the tea, but make sure that you, you know, after you sip your tea, you have your little work at the tea shop and, you know. <laughs> 
you have your little work at the table. Like bring your notes or something, like sip your tea, take a break, and then do a little work, you know, like balance it all out. Yeah. And make sure you go for the sweet stuff too. Maybe we leave the metaphors for me. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. And here's your rundown for today. We started off talking about spam messages, why you shouldn't spam people, and what to do if you have a spammer. We followed up with trash cleaning up after yourself because, hey, show some respect. And we followed up with, it's okay, we can still be friends, talking about relationships and what to do when you get rejected. Then we ended it all off with the best tips from us to you for 2020. Thank you for listening. As always, sip that tea. Final message for you. Savage Tea Talks needs you. Our show is only as great as the topics we receive from our listeners. Please send them in. Keep them coming. We are always looking for new tea to spill. If you want to be on a future episode, hit me up and we'll see what we can do. Until next time.